0: Call in. Good morning, wisdom. We're live on all three platforms now. the God be the Lord. Sorry for the lady. Of course, tech issues always like to rear their ugly heads. But we'll give God all the glory and all of the praise, regardless. Amen. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Today, being April the 2nd in the year of our Lord, 2023. We'll be reading Psalms 2 and Proverbs 2 as well as Psalms 23 as we finish up our walk through the Psalms. So yesterday was a, a wonderful day. Um, we actually did our, um, our outreach event or we collaborated with, a, another, with a, another organization so that we were able to um, Offer a nice fellowship event for the children outside, um, you know, for those who don't have as much, we're um, able to, you know, you know, have little gifts and everything for them, and food, and you know, just have a good time listening to some music,
1: and
0: bounce houses, all those things, you know, that kids like. But provide them in a nice safe environment that we know that the world doesn't provide um no, no safety in the world as we already know the world only comes to do the job of its ruler which is steal kill and destroy and think the lord today being palm sunday Today is the day to sing Hosanna. Because this is when Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey. Being recognized as king. Unfortunately a few days later he would end up being crucified because the Jews did not recognize him for what king he was. They were looking for an immediate Messiah that would save them from the Roman Empire. Now, understanding that Jesus' purpose was already prophesied, that he would die, but that his death would offer eternal life for us, an everlasting life. But they were too caught up in the temporal to understand the eternal Hence, why he was crucified on the Friday. The Friday that we call Good Friday. Amen. But as for me, I'm going to sing Hosanna. And you can sing it with me too if you like. Hosanna. Let it be the rock. Let it be the rock of my salvation, Hosanna! Let it be the rock. Let it be the rock of my salvation. Oh, magnify the Lord, for He is worthy to be praised. Oh, magnify. The Lord he is worthy to be praised. Hosanna. Let's it be the rock. let it be the rock of my salvation. Hosanna. Let's it be the rock. let it be the rock of my salvation. Hosanna. Lest it be the rock. Lest it be the rock of my salvation. For Blessed be the rock. Lest it be the rock of my salvation. To God be the glory. Great things he has done, will do, and continues to do. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. So as everybody gets ready to come in, I know a lot of people are preparing for a Palm Sunday. It's no better than prepare with a praise to the most high. They recognize Jesus as being the most high. Amen. So we just have to give them all the glory and all the praise because without him, Nobody would be here, or at least nobody would be here with the opportunity for a better life, for everlasting life, for eternal life. It's only through his sacrifice that any of us have any chance at seeing the other side. And for that, I will express my eternal gratitude Yes, as I've been saying lately, we need to learn how to have an attitude of gratitude. And we get that by praising the Lord. So, on Palm Sunday, it's a reminder to praise Jesus as the king over your life. Amen. Well, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. All right. So as we wait for everybody to come in, it's just um, a great opportunity to just to praise Him, just to thank Him for being who He is. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for being my Savior, oh Lord. Thank you for offering me a chance for everlasting life, but also eternal life that we may experience oh lord eternity after this life but also experience eternity during this life as we grow closer and closer to You spiritually. we just want to thank you for all the things that you've done in our lives for our breath for our heartbeats oh lord for the elder breathe, of the morning to drink oh lord we thank you for our our children our spouses we thank you For our family and friends, our church families, our neighbors, schoolmates, co-workers, everybody around us. We just want to give you thanks, Lord, for being who you are. And for that, we should always be eternally grateful. Yes, Lord. Just grateful. And thankful. Just thankful for the things that you do. Amen. Alright, let's see. Marshall's coming up on the stereo. To God be the glory. Brother Marshall, to God be the glory. Yep, today is Palm Sunday. So, oh, when I was just by myself, I'm I was... Of I'm, kind of, I'm kind of struggling today, so you have to forgive me. All right. So, when you're struggling, the best thing to do is to praise. So, yes, so I, I earlier I was singing the, this song um, that recognizes Palm Sunday a little bit. Oh, smile the Father, Lord for he is worthy to be praised. Oh, let's magnify the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. Hosanna, blessed be the rock, blessed be the rock of my salvation. Hosanna, blessed be the rock, said be the rock of my salvation. <clears throat> Amen. But when Jesus came in on Palm Sunday riding on a donkey, the people took palm branches and laid it on the road. So the donkey was walking on the palm branches. Um, being that uh, when a king came to announce his arrival, he rode in on a donkey. That's an old um, Middle Eastern um, tradition.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So this way, people would know what's going on. But he did come on like that. But five days later, he was on a cross. And the Jewish people didn't understand it at the time. I think it's because they didn't pay attention to all of the prophecies. Because had they known, paid attention, they would have knew that he had to die. Amen? Good morning, Jones. Nice to have you here on Palm Sunday. To God be the glory. So... We're just waiting for everybody else to show up over here with wisdom, wisdom and calling. I'm still running with nobody for right now. But to God be the glory. I know he will add as he sees fit. Amen. Amen. So what are you struggling with, brother? And I'm to tell you the answer that works when, when I decide to do it myself because sometimes I struggle as well. I'm a human. Is to go back to some Bible verses about it and read them over and over until you know them very well. So that when Satan comes or your flesh comes, a lot of times, what we put on Satan is actually just our flesh. When our flesh rises up, we can beat it back. Good morning, Joe Napoli, over here on um, Wisdom, to God be the glory. My father three who has two amazing grandchildren. I love life and I love Jesus. Then Joe, you came across to the right platform. Amen. Oh, yes, he wants to come up and say hi. Good morning. Good morning, Joe. How are you doing, sir? Good morning. Good morning, Harry? Joe. Nice to meet you on the Palm Sunday. Yes.
1: I just downloaded
0: that, so I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> well, there's a lot of things you can, there's a lot of different talks over there on wisdom that you can um, listen to. I'm glad that the first one you came in is here. Here, um, what we do is um, we have something called the 31-day challenge. So basically what we do is every day of the month, we read the Psalms and the Proverbs. And we and we talk about them a little bit every single morning, and then we and then if the what time time? now? Um, we start at seven thirty Eastern, um, six thirty Central. If it's not me, if it's not me, then it'll be um my um my friend Ambassador Davis. Um, he he comes on on a different a couple of different profiles. But you'll see something like this here where um, it'll have 31-day challenge, and you'll see like lift Jesus up, and you'll always see the psal- the Psalms and the Proverbs listed in the title. So that's how you know it says. If you look on it. The-
1: yeah, I would like to join you
0: for that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So you just have to just join on in. We have many talks. We've been doing this on Wisdom since we found out about Wisdom, <laughs> and we're doing it on Stereo. Right. Cool, Good. I've been doing it on stereo How with How do you him. pronounce your first name? Huh? How
1: do you pronounce your first
0: name? Jabari. Jabari. Okay. Good to
1: meet
0: you, Jabari. Yep. And you got a name, a very, <laughs> and you have a very familiar name to me. I have three people in my in my immediate family named Joe. <laughs> <laughs> my dad, my That's brother, my and a nephew. The Josephs. <laughs>
1: My
0: parents weren't that original. It's a good biblical name. Yep. Very good biblical name. All right. Well, God bless. Thank you. I I look forward to joining you uh, tomorrow morning. All right. So just stay and listen in. And uh, we just wait for a few more people to come in before we actually read the the Psalms and the Proverbs. We always do our morning devotional too, which is um, John chapter 3. Always verses 14 and 17. Sometimes we will read a little more. Uh, we, we also read the Lord's Prayer, either from Matthew 6 or from Luke 12, and then Psalms 23. We read those to open up Amen. service. Amen? That's,
1: that's, a, that's, a, that's, that's a good thing. I like that. So I'm going to keep it on, and I,
0: I'm going to start getting ready for church, and, but I'll listen in for sure amen yep because when I get off that's what I do I get ready god for money. church god bless you uh thank you this morning Jim for being up here um if you want me uh, you want me you want to go back down to the audience yes all right, i I can do that for you give me one second all right Thanks. I'm gonna be back okay yeah go all right thank you for coming up Joe, and giving your testimony to God be the Lord. You know, usually when people come up, we get so many interruptions, but glad that somebody kicked the cat over there on wisdom already. And for that, I give God all the glory and all the praise. It's been a while since somebody came up on wisdom that wasn't myself or Ambassador Davis or Ambassador Ishmael. Mama B, the voice of an angel. Now, I sung Hosanna this morning, but I would love to hear Hosanna from you, Mama B. I think that would really magnify the Lord. The God be the glory. So we got Joe over here on Wisdom. We got Mama B over here on Stereo. Marshalls would be over here on Stereo on the platform. And we're running solo over here on um for Infrared now. to God be the glory with... Um, We'll go ahead and start with the morning devotional, and we pray that other people start to come in as um, we get we get there. Amen. So I'm actually going to start in with the Lord's prayer, but from Luke. Amen. To turn your your, your Bibles to Luke chapter eleven. We're going to start at verse 1. Now it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, when you pray, say, and you can repeat after me, our Father in heaven, But deliver us from the evil one. And if you remember the prayer from from Matthew chapter 6, you remember verse 13, for it says, For yours is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. And let us all say, Amen. And then let us head to Psalms twenty-three. We get in the second prayer, where we recognize Jesus, or oh, I should say, we are the Lord, as our personal shepherds. And you can repeat this after me as well: "The Lord is my shepherd." I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And we always all together say amen. All right, over here on Wisdom, we currently got Jason Kente, Coco, and Joe Napoli. Uh, we're still running solo over here on Call In, over here on Stereo, got me and uh, Marshall P on the platform, and... We have with the audience, Mama B, and Obadiah Mack. Amen. God be the glory for showing up, Obadiah. All right, so let us head to John chapter three, and I'm, I'm gonna start at the beginning again. I did I did it yesterday, but I think I'm gonna start at the beginning again today. Oh, I got Jason Kenty wanting to come up. God be the glory before I do that. I'll just let it flow a little bit. Good morning, Jason. How you doing on this um, Sunday? Um,
1: I'm 8.9 out of 10. I reserve not enough for the wedding night. assuming I get it right. If I don't, I won't tell you. How are you?
0: Uh, blessed. Um, give me just one second. I just want to finish up the morning devotional. Sure. And then um, we can talk a little bit before we get started. All right? So. John chapter 3, we're going to start at verse 1. There's a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with them. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assured I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you can hear the sound of it, but he cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said to him, how can these things be? Jesus said to him, are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Most assured, I say to you, we speak what we know and we testify what we have seen and you do not receive our witness. If I have told you earthly things you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven but he who came down from heaven that is the Son of Man, who is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God not sent his Son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. So we lift Jesus up. We lift Jesus up this Palm Sunday. We lift Jesus up up to the glory of God for the hope and salvation of the next generation. That means our children, all the children we know, and all the children we can reach. Amen. Jason? We're done with the morning devotional. You can unmute now. To God be the glory. All right. As he's waiting to unmute, um, just let everybody know, today is April 2nd. Go ahead, Jason. Yes. Thank you. Yes, I was on Clubhouse as well, but, you know,
1: thank thank you. Um, You know what? Um, I have a couple different things that, um I think for young people to remember, to remember, so one thing with David, I have this quote that I think it will help young boys realize that if they study, right, show themselves approved, that with great faith and courage, God can deliver the giant into your hand. Like mm. David, So if they study David and Goliath, they'll see how with great faith and courage, God can deliver the giant into your hand. But if they study King David after Bathsheba, they can see how not controlling lust can bring down a great man. Amen. Can you explain what happened with David both when he defeated the Goliath and then when the Goliath of sin defeated him?
0: Oh, that's a very good point. Can I explain it? Yes. So when he defeated Goliath, he didn't defeat the Goliath. That's something we have to understand. Human beings don't win battles, God does. So when we win battles, we win them in the name of the Lord. For we see many times during the scriptures, um, a good example being the Gideon 300, where God fought the battle for them. Well, just them breaking the temples and making a, a mighty cry. Caused everybody in the camp to fight each other and destroy themselves. So God wins the battle. For us, when we recognize Him as the center of our lives. However, when we fall into diverse temptations and do not uh, fight them back, those temptations will overtake us. And when they do, there's always consequences for our sins. Amen. Can
1: What can you? What I think is, it's important to be, uh, to be going forward in the Lord, Always. and doing what you're supposed to do. So, for instance, what set up David in the springtime? At those times when David was king, okay, um, and he waited so long to be king, right? It Took A him long so long time. because God had to come up and prepare him, and then finally he was king. And then in the springtime in those times, the kings led led in the battle. It's not like presidents today, they stay back, they stay back and everybody else goes and dies. The king used to lead, right? Because David had killed his thousands. No,
0: David I mean, had killed his thousands. David had killed his tens of thousands. He was in the front. God protected
1: him because he was where he was supposed to be. He was doing what he was supposed to do. So God protected him. It had to be God because if you're leading, there's thousands of soldiers behind you. It would be easy if it was just a human thing it would be easy for them to take you out but god was protecting him because he was on an assignment from god he was where he was supposed to be uh-huh. I think the but- safest place to be in the whole world i did this on the beach in antigua but i said the place what's the safest place to be in the whole world and the answer is always the same where you're supposed to be because if you're where you're supposed to be you'll be protected by God because that's where he has you for a reason. So he protects his person that's where they're supposed to be, right?
0: Yeah. So Jason, so, so what you're saying Jason. is the problem with David and what got him in the whole Bathsheba mess is because his soldiers was afraid that he would get hurt in battle, they told him to stay home in the council. Now, that's not what God told him to do. That's what his soldiers told him to do. And because he listened to men instead of God. He fell into a into a t- t- temptation type situation that nearly destroyed him. Amen. Yes, because it says in the springtime
1: when kings go out to war, where's that? You maybe we should read that scripture so people know that we're just we're talking about the Bible because some people don't know what happened with David. Let me find it. Um, okay. I'm gonna find it. Oh, because it says
0: it. Yeah, you have. Did you find it before? No, me? I didn't find no. Um, go ahead and find it, um, and then come back up a little bit later. Uh, I'll be here. Sure. Come back up a little bit later, and after we get done with um, the the um, the, um, the daily scriptures, because um, you definitely want to get through that. But I do want to bring that up, because that is a good point, just like I want to bring up um, the Palm S- Sunday point in um, John's chapter 12. Amen? So um, again, today is... April the 2nd, the year of our Lord, 2023, we are reading Psalms 2 and Proverbs 2 as part of the 31-day challenge, as well as Psalms 123 as we finish our walk through the Psalms. So let us head on over to Psalms chapter 2. Um, good morning, Ambassador. Good to see you showing up over here, on stereo. And it begins. Uh, it, it's the um, subtitled "The Messiah's Triumph and Kingdom." Uh, isn't that a perfect? I mean, a perfect psalm to read today. It begins. Why do the nations rage, and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and His anointed, saying. Let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. Then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep, deep displeasure. Yet I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree the Lord has said to me. You are my son. Today I have begotten you of me and I will give you for the nations for your inheritance and for the ends of earth for your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall dash them to pieces like a pilot's vessel. Theref, now therefore be wise, O kings. Be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and you perish in the way. For his wrath is kindled but a little. Bless it those who put, I'm sorry, blessed are all those who put their trust in him. Those are the 12 verses of Psalms 2. I hope that all were blessed by the reading of the word. I don't know about you, Marshall, but that is like the perfect psalm for the day, isn't it? Yes, Lord. Now, if only <laughs> I, if only the Jews during that day would have paid attention to this Psalm. but we know everything has a purpose. It had to happen just the way it happened. Amen? That's just God's providence. So what I'm seeing here in Psalms two, um, the first couple, the first two verses is asking why do people fight against Jesus basically, right? But for some reason, they're they're talking to they're talking to themselves and believing that that they can they can break their bonds and pieces and cast away their cords from us, which makes absolutely no sense. You can't fight against God. So that's why verse four says God's gonna laugh at them. Then he's going to speak to him because he's mad and displeased with the with the dumb things that they're doing, because this is what God said. God said He has set up His king on the on on Zion, which we well, you know who it, that king is—Jesus. And as it said, Lord said to me, "You are my son. Today I have begotten you. ask me, I will give you the nations of your inheritance." for your hair, is the, the earth for your possession. So, verse 8 tells us why Satan's trick to try to get Jesus to worship him would never work. We see back here in Psalms 2, God already said, he gonna give you the earth anyway. So why would he listen to Satan? Amen? It is, it is, I think that brings to mind Try to say, well, the is rocking the of says, man, not, a long, a word that from the Lord. Amen. So being him as the third part of the guy here, he's already heard this word because he is that word. So that trip could never work with Jesus. And for that, that's why he's going to break them with a rod of iron and dash them to pieces like a potter's vessel. So verse 10 is a warning. Well, actually, verses 10, 11, and 12 are a warning. It has a blessing attached, but we know whenever God gives you, tells you how he's going to bless you, he's also going to tell you when you don't listen how he's, how he's going to curse you if you decide to walk the other direction. So verse 10 says, now, therefore, be wise, O kings, be instructed, you judges of the earth, So here's the choice. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. And kiss the son or he'll be angry and you'll perish in the way. When his wrath is killed but little. But for all those who trust in him they'll be blessed. Amen. Alright, does anybody else have anything they want to say about Psalms two? You're more than welcome to come up on on um wisdom or leave a message on stereo. I see we got Alfonso over here on call in to God be the glory, Alfonso. Hope you've been here for a little minute. Um we got a chance to hear um on Psalms two. Amen. Is there anything you wanna say? You can um also, if you don't wanna come up and um and, and be one of the callers. Um, you can also leave a chat over here. He'll call in. You can also leave a chat in the back room in um, Stereo Wisdom. Amen. Anything else you want to say about Psalms 2, Marshall?
1: No, I know, I know it's my sins, so like I, I try
0: to, have to get this afterwards, but I don't feel like it, it. Like, like I never feel like it's good enough. Does that make sense? Like, I don't. know. Oh. well, Marsha, we'll never be good enough. That's what we have Jesus for. Well, we we, we piggyback off of His good enough. That's why we worship him as our king. Amen. All right. Well, if nobody has anything else to say about about um, Psalms two, we'll head on over to Proverbs two, and it's subtitled "The the, um, Value of Wisdom," and it begins. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding. If you seek her as silver and search her, as for hidden treasures. Then you understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom and from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He's a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the path of justice and preserves the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice, equity in every good path. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you. Understanding will keep you. Deliver you from the way of evil, for the man who speaks perverse things from those who leave the paths of greatness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice in doing evil in the light and the perversity of the wicked, whose ways are crooked and who are devious in their paths, deliver you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words and who forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. For her house leads down to death in her paths, to the dead, none who go to her return, nor they regain the past of life. My mm. God. So you may walk in the way of goodness and to keep to the path of righteousness. For the upright would dwell in the land and the blameless will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the earth, and the unfaithful will be uprooted from it. Those are the twenty two verses of Proverbs two. I hope that all were blessed by the reading of the word. We got a tap down here from um Mama B. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. Great things He has done, will do, and continues to do. Thank you for that wonderful, uh, wonderful praise. Amen. All right. I'm um, over here on, there, I'm sorry, on Wisdom. We got uh, Davis Rowe, Jay Orion, Dr. Rayo, Sylvia Ruth, who just followed you. Jeremiah Young just followed you. Um, Yeshua King of Life, Jason Kentek, Coco, and Joe Napoli. Over here on call in, we got um Alfonso. Great to have you. Over here on stereo, we got me and Marsha P. Um, on the platform, and we got um Ambassador Davis. I would be in the audience. To God be the glory. So let's go through um on Proverbs two. If anybody else wants to um leave a message about Proverbs 2, you're more than welcome, or if you want to come up and discuss it with us, the platforms are open. You can call in on call in. You can come up on wisdom. Um, You can leave a message on stereo. Amen? Alright? So, if you look at it, um, um, the first ten verses, I will actually, no, if you look at the first, actually, I will go actually to the, um, yeah, the first 11 verses, I'll give you understanding about listening. It goes back to the um, verse one. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, and everything else goes back to that, so that you will you know, that you'll listen, you'll apply your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understand it. That if you cry for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, these all go back to one. If you seek her as silver and search for her as hidden treasures, recognizing that wisdom is more important than silver and gold. It's, as I remember that song um, from Kurt Franklin, silver and gold. I'd rather have Jesus the silver and gold because the wisdom is listening to the words of Jesus. Amen? As he hears the words. So verse 5 says, "Then if you do all those things, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and you'll find the knowledge of God. So if you want to seek the knowledge of God, basically it's asking you to pr- to pray and read your words. That's for the Lord gives wisdom and from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly and guards the path of justice and preserves the way of the saints. So, for all of us who choose to walk the way of the Lord, then he protects us. So, it says, then you'll understand righteousness and justice and equity in every good plan. So, he wants us to understand that when we walk his way, then we'll be able to understand his ways more. In verse 10 and 11, it says, when wisdom enters your heart, and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will to preserve you, understanding will keep you. So when you walk with him, he's got your back, and the different and different attributes of his wisdom and understanding will keep you. But we see in verse 12, it says, deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks perverse things. So that means that, you know, you hear some people say that, oh, cursing is okay, because an actual curse is when you speak bad about God. But that's not what God says. He says right here, that for the man who speaks perverse things, so anything that's perverse is not of God. So it says, who rejoice in evil and delight in the perversity of the wicked, whose ways are crooked and are who are devious in their paths. Amen. I right, give me one second. I'll be right
1: back. Kelly, right, I'm back.
0: So I think I stopped off here at um at verse um 14. It says who rejoiced in doing evil and delight in the perversity of the wicked. So that's what happens when you decide to follow the wrong way. That you will walk down their path. It says whose ways is crooked and who are devious in their paths. To deliver you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words. So this devious path is leading them down. If we know wisdom is considered a woman, right? It's often spoke about in the Proverbs as a woman. So you have the lady wisdom, but then you also have the immoral woman, the seductress who flatters with her words and forsakes the companion of her youth. Who forgets the covenant of her God? For her house leads down to death, and her paths to the dead. So this is exactly the mirror opposite of what the first um, eleven verses also say in Proverbs two. For it says, "Her house leads down to the dead, and her paths to, to the dead. None who go to her return, nor they do they regain the past of life." So when you follow the more the moral woman, instead of lady wisdom, you're literally following the path of destruction. Verse 20 shows us how to get back on the right track. It says, so you may walk in the way of goodness and to keep the path of righteousness. For the upright will dwell in the land, the plainness will remain in it. Again, this is another case where God is giving out a, um, a fork in the road. And that, with every fork in the road, there's a blessing attached to following God's way. And there's a curse attached to those who follow the other way. And verse 21 is the righteous um, for it. it. says, for the earth upright will dwell in the land, and the blameless will remain in it. But 22 says, but the wicked will be cut off from the earth, and the unfaithful will be uprooted from it. Amen. Um, again, if anybody wants to leave any, uh, messages related to, uh, Proverbs 2, you're more than welcome to do so. Um, I think this is a wonderful, um, Proverb let us know that we have a choice in life. We can do God's way and follow Lady Wisdom, or we can do it our own way and follow the more woman. right down to the description. Anything else you want to say, Marshall?
1: I know
0: I know myself I've been the, the moral
1: woman.
0: Mm-hmm. We, we've all been there before. before. We all have. David was king like like what Jason Kemp was talking about. David was king and he still followed the immoral woman from time to time. And this was a man who is was considered to be a man after God's own heart, and he had a problem with it. But see, the thing is, God gives us a way to be, a way back to Him, and that's called that way is called repentance. So, you're right. I'm wrong. Exactly. You're right. I'm wrong. I recognize. That I'm a sinner who needs a savior. And that savior is you, oh Lord. I know that you came down from heaven to earth to die for my sins. But your father raised you three days later with all power in your hands. It's just recognizing That we belong to a different kingdom. So, if you said that prayer, you truly mean it, as the Bible says. With the heart, one—I'm sorry, not the Bible. I'm gonna be more specific. As Romans ten ten says, "With the heart, one believes unto righteousness; and with the mouth, one confesses unto salvation." Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. All right. So let us head on to, if nobody has any messages or wants to come up or anything, let us head on over to Psalms 22 for our bonus reading today. Um, It's subtitled, The Joy of Going to the House of the Lord, A Song of Assents of David. It begins, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Mm. Oh, that, no, that was yesterday. My bad. Let me go to 123. My bad. Let me go to 123. All right. Prayer for relief from contempt. From contempt. Also on the song, yeah, it until Unto you I lift up my eyes. O you who dwell in the heavens, behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their masters, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress. So our eyes look to the Lord, our God, until he has mercy on us. Have mercy on us, O Lord. Have mercy on us. For we are exceedingly filled with contempt. Our soul is exceedingly filled with the scorn of those who are at ease with the contempt of the proud. Those are the four verses of, of Psalm 123. I hope that all were blessed by the reading of the words. So what I'm seeing here is a particular instruction when you are dealing with people who are coming against you, amen. Um, actually, I want to look at this from the International Children's Bible. It, it basically is a prayer for. It says there's a prayer for mercy, amen. So it, 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 I'm actually read it because it sounds so pretty when. It, here um from the national church, the Bible says, a song going up to worship. Okay, Lord, I look to you, you live in heaven. Slaves depend on their masters, and a female servant depends on her mistress. In the same way, we would depend on our God, we wait for Him to show us mercy. Be kind to us, Lord. Be kind to us, be kind to us because we have been assaulted. We have suffered many insults from lazy people and much cruelty from the pride. So when you're going through, so I see this here is when you're going through people where people are gossiping against you and talking bad against you, this is a wonderful prayer to use. So I think really for here, not this is not something really to break down, but to something that a weapon. Something that we could put in our arsenal, so you know, when you're going through something like that where people are talking bad about you, use Psalm 123, read it, pray it to pray it back to God because we know that His Word cannot return to Him void, amen. All right, but if anybody else has anything to say about Psalms 123, you're more than welcome to do so. The platforms are open. We have did our reading. Uh, so, Jason Kentay, if you're still on there on on, um, on wisdom, you can come on back up and we can finish what we started earlier. Anything you want to say, Brother Marshall?
1: I've done. I've said. I've I've converted myself. Confessed my my sin. Amen. Amen. For this morning, the
0: Lord knows. Amen. Amen.
1: The man mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, uh, the sorry.
0: Amen. All right. If um, I was hoping that um, Jason would just stay around and we could finish the conversation. Look, let's do a quick roll call over here on call in. Over here, on call in. I'm running solo. Um, over here on wisdom, we have twelve: Smith, James, Doctor Rayo, Graciela More. Um, Richard Martin Nichols, um, Ambassador Davis, Jay O'Rean, uh, Sylvia Ruth, Jeremiah Young, Yeshua King of My Life, Jason Kente, Coco, and Joe Napoli. Over here on stereo, we got myself and Marsha P on the top of the platform, and we got Ambassador Davis and Mama B in the audience. So, um, I'm actually going to go and do that bonus, bonus scripture that I was talking about. And I'm going to, um, being that the day is Palm Sunday, I want to go into um, John chapter 12. That is the gospel of John. You know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And um, we start, so we're going to John 12, um, to verse 12. So it says, The next day, a great multitude that had come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him and cried out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel, Then Jesus, when he had found a young donkey, Sat on it, as it is written. Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's court. Mm. His disciples did not understand these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified, then they remember that these things were written about him and that they had done these things to him? Mm. I just want everybody to to, um, chew on that for a second. So in case you didn't know, this was prophesied in the Old Testament. That Jesus would come into Jerusalem exactly this way. Mm. So, verse 17 said, therefore the people who were with him when he called Lazarus out the tomb and raised him from the dead were witness. For this reason the people also met him. But they heard he had did this sign. The Pharisees therefore said among them, you see that you are accomplishing nothing. Looking, the world has gone after him. So we see again the, the normal problem of human beings. If we don't see things operating the exact way that we want them to operate in, we don't want to believe them. We don't want to trust them. Hmm. But instead, what we should be doing is recognizing who our king is and, and repeat that. Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And, and that's the praise that I want everybody to keep in their hearts all day today. Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Amen. Hosanna, blessed he who comes in the name of the Lord. All right, well, we've done it as, um, well, we've read all the scriptures, we've done it as we were told. There's always room for improvement. Um, is there anything that you would like to say, um, Brother Marshall? Uh, To God be the Lord. What about you, Ambassador? You've been mighty silent over here. I know you are probably resting up. I know you weren't feeling good earlier this week, but um, I would love to hear from you before we get ready to close out. Amen. Um, So before we do so, um, let us all pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you, O Lord. We recognize you. Oh Jesus, as our King, O oh Lord, Hosanna to you. Blessed is the name of the one who the Lord sent us, O oh Lord. And Jesus, O oh Lord, when well, he sent you, O oh Lord, you gave us freedom. You gave us freedom that we could never imagine, O oh Lord. You gave us freedom for the two things that hold us down the most, sin and death, O oh Lord. So we give you thanks, O oh Lord, for Oh Lord, removing the power that they have in our lives, oh Lord. So we just want to continuously thank you, O oh Lord. We ask for forgiveness of our sins, those we did knowingly, or those we did unknowingly, oh Lord. We ask you, oh Lord, to continue that battle, oh Lord, against Satan, oh Lord, so that he may not lead us astray, nor may he lead the use of anybody else astray, oh Lord. So let's get ready to close out, O oh Lord, but never leave the presence of your Holy Spirit, O oh Lord. We ask that you keep each one of us, all of us who are getting ready to uh, for uh, Palm Sunday service. We ask that you give us traveling grace to our locations, O oh Lord. And for those who know, who don't have a, a church family, we ask, O Lord, that you come to their hearts and have somebody to come to them, O oh Lord, that will guide them in the way. And we just want to give you thanks, O oh Lord. And we give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Alright, so I'll go ahead and um, close us out in Jude. We'll go to Jude. Um, of course, it only has one chapter, so I'm going to go to Jude 24. And it says, Not to him who is able to keep you from stumbling, and present you faultless before the presence of his Lord with exceeding joy, who alone is wise. Be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. And let us all together say, Amen. This concludes service today. Um, we'll see you again tomorrow. 630 Central, 730 Eastern, I love you all and know that Jesus loves you even more.